0: Good morning, it's Monday, June 28th, and this is the Herald Review's Daily Chirp podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other important things going on in our community. Today, dozens upon dozens of people from around the country flocked to a private ranch on the border late Friday afternoon to rally for immigration reform in the United States. But first, a quick message from our sponsor. Did you know that Canelo has several buildings listed on the National Register of Historic Places? One of them is the Canelo School, which opened in 1912 and is one of the few remaining one-room adobe schoolhouses in the state. Originally serving 20 students, their first teacher, Miss Fern Bartlett, would ride her horse 8 miles each way to instruct the pupils. 36 years later, the school closed when just one student arrived. Since then, the school has served as a community center, a country store, a church, and a funeral home. This and other historic Canelo sites are just a short drive away. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson. They're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at BensonHospital.org. Also, the Daily Chirp podcast is giving away five Amazon Echo Dots, one every month, now through July. You can enter for your chance to win twice a day. Today's code is FIREFLIES, and find the other code word in our Daily Chirp podcast alert e-newsletter. To enter the sweepstakes, go to myheraldreview.com. Again, today's code word is FIREFLIES. Now our feature story. Ladies
2: and gentlemen, John Ladd.
3: Thank you, everybody. You're all patriots. My God, we're going to fix this problem. I've had the pleasure of meeting a lot of these sheriffs today. They're they the top of the list for people that we need to depend on. Uh, we also, our NACO Border Patrol Station, Brian Terry Station, my hat's off to those agents. They're doing the best job that they can do with the limited manpower, and Biden's administration has hamstrung them, but they're still enforcing the law. Um, The biggest impact, besides Biden being elected, is when Biden shut down the border contractor. This wall is complete, but the technology behind it that supports it is not complete and there's no plan to complete it. Uh, I've been talking with the Corps of Engineers and, and they have no plan.
0: Dozens upon dozens of people from around the country flocked to a private ranch on the border late Friday afternoon to rally for immigration reform in the United States. Rancher John Ladd had invited members of an organization called the Federation for American Immigration Reform to his massive property off State Route 92 between Bisbee and Palominas for the three-hour event. Federation for American Immigration Reform officials claimed they're a nonpartisan entity. According to the organization's website, their objective seeks to reduce overall immigration to a more normal level. It also says that reducing legal immigration levels from well over 1 million at present to a very generous 300,000 a year over a sustained period will allow America to manage growth, address environmental concerns, and maintain a high quality of life. About 10 miles of the Ladd Ranch is right along the U.S.-Mexican border, and the rancher is no stranger to undocumented migrants traipsing through his land daily. Ladd has also found several dead undocumented persons on his ranch over the years, people left behind by their human smugglers. But the running theme throughout the rally was not one of anti-immigration, but one of entering this country legally and becoming a lawful and productive member of society.
2: What is happening at the border is so outrageous that Mr. Biden has banned any photographs of the crisis his administration self-created. Mr. Biden doesn't want the world to see the overflowing cages filled with children, used as pawns or the deplorable conditions that they're placed in the month of May saw a record number of border apprehensions 180,000 which beat the record set for April which beat the record set in March and these are just the numbers of illegals apprehended but if they were only able to catch one out of every three or four illegals even if the number was one out of two then the number is 360,000 people coming across that border One out of three, over a half a million illegals crossing illegally into our country. Now think about that. That's an invasion. America is being invaded by the drug cartels who now have operational control of the southern border. They're manipulating and guiding the hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants that pour into our country every month. Drugs are pouring through Mexico. There's been a 235,000% increase in fentanyl smuggling. In fact, more fentanyl has been seized by the CBP so far in 2021 than all of 2020.
0: While the event was titled End the Biden Border Crisis Rally, it centered more around the suffering of the parents, relatives, and friends of people who have died at the hands of undocumented migrants inside the U.S.
4: Hello, my name is Mary Ann I'm the founder of AngelFamilies.org. My son was a Mesa, Arizona uh, police sergeant. Killed on May 12, 2014, by a wrong-way driver. I just want to let you know that no matter what any of us say up here on the stage, it's not going to bring our loved ones back. But who we are fighting for is you. And who we are speaking up for is for your safety. And this is what we have to keep doing.
0: Many of those families, referred to as angel families, were at the rally Friday afternoon. Banners with photos of the deceased were spread out on the rocky ground in front of a raised stage where several speakers appeared. Speakers included Tom Homan, a former director of U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement under the Trump administration, and Cochise County Sheriff Mark Danels. There were about 30 sheriffs from around Arizona and other parts of the country at the rally. In fact, the event was scheduled for Friday because it coincided with the end of the National Sheriff's Convention in Phoenix. That meant many of the law enforcement officers who attended the convention then headed to the Lad Ranch for the rally.
4: I am Jesse Watts, Eureka County, Nevada. Uh, something you're going to hear here tonight with all these sheriffs talking is that we're coming from all of this country and we are uniting together to make sure that our voice as sheriff is heard to make sure that this wall gets finished and we protect America now because when Washington DC fails you when your state capitals fail you your county sheriff will not fail you because we are in the grocery store with you our children are in school with your children and that's the reason why we're going to stand up and be the voice of you. So God bless all of you, and God bless America.
0: Also in attendance were four members of a group called Advocates for Victims of Illegal Alien Crime. All of them were visiting from other states, and each had lost either a child, a friend, or another relative to a violent death caused by an undocumented migrant.
4: Hi, my name is Don Rosenberg. I'm the president of Advocates for Victims of Illegal Alien Crime, ADIAC.us. You want to look us up? my son was killed he was a law student in san francisco killed a little over 10 years ago Um, at the time kamala harris was the district attorney of san francisco and she refused to prosecute the killer three months before for a crime he committed had she done that my son would be alive today so i'm gonna there's two things that we really need to happen one we can try the other we can make happen the trying is that whether it's biden harris alejandro mayorkas um, pelosi or schumer they need to know the pain that we go through every freaking day so if you're religious i want you to pray the second thing is when we take back the house in 2022 i want to make sure you talk to all of your congressmen and the first thing they do is file articles of impeachment against those people Let's get him out of the office and put him in jail.
0: Thank you. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Throughout June, Prestige Senior Living is hosting its second annual Prestige Sings competition. The talented folks at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista are performing their favorite songs, and you can take part by voting online. Visit slash prestige sings to view the video submissions and vote on your favorites each week until we crown a winner. Next, 21 years ago, Douglas High School principal Randy Walker arrived in Douglas ready to start a new chapter of his life. Now he's about to enter the next chapter of his life, retirement. Brought to you by Apex Network Physical Therapy in Benson and Sierra Vista. They're doing more than just treating patients. They're helping patients get back to living their daily lives. Using extensive knowledge, their therapists treat each patient one-on-one, focusing on individual care. To learn more, go to apexnetworkpt.com. 21 years ago, Douglas High School principal Randy Walker arrived in Douglas ready to start a new chapter of his life. Now, he is about to enter the next chapter of his life, retirement. Walker announced earlier this year he would be retiring. His last day with the Douglas Unified School District will be June 30th. Walker, who has 36 years in education and has worked for two school districts, came to Douglas from Illinois. Three years after arriving here, he was named DUSD's athletic director and since has been an assistant principal at Douglas High School and principal at DHS and at Paul Huber Middle School, each for two years before returning to Douglas High School two years ago. Upon his initial visit to Douglas High School, he saw possibilities and hope for what the training room could be like. He knew then this would be his new home. Walker feels he is leaving the athletic program and the high school in good hands, but won't deny these past two years have been challenging, dealing with COVID and the gun incident at DHS two years ago that led to the clear backpack policy. Walker admits he's going to miss the students and the teachers, but adds he and his family are not going anywhere and they will still be around. The last week of school, some of the staff at DHS threw Walker a surprise luncheon and presented him with some very nice gifts. But now, Walker says he is looking forward to following his son, who is four, as he begins participating in youth sports. Next, as pandemic restrictions are easing, we're excited to tell you about some more events going on in our community. Brought to you by our sponsors, Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative. You are probably
1: spending a lot more quality time at home these days, keeping you and your family safe and that can present some opportunities that you usually don't experience. Like maybe laughing together at a funny movie, or screaming together at a scary movie, pitching in to make a special dinner, or maybe you're keeping in touch with friends and relatives and other places on your devices. And it just so happens that many of the activities we're sharing with each other are made possible by electricity. At Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative, we know that you are depending on us, both for fun and serious needs. And we want you to know that we're here for you day and night, sunshine or storm, easygoing times or trying times like now. Making sure you're getting the power that you need every day to meet your needs. For over 85 years, through all kinds of tough times, we've been there for our members. And even though you may not see us, we're here for you now. Sulphur Springs
0: Valley Electric Cooperative, owned by those we serve. Get ready for this weekend. There's a lot going on, like the Tombstone 4th of July parade, car show, and pinup contest. The parade will be in Tombstone over the 4th of July. It'll start at 11 o'clock. And there is no entry fee for participating in the parade. They're also putting out a special invite for the children to decorate their bikes and compete for first, second, and third places. Kids 15 and under are eligible. Also, they'll have a couple of car clubs coming to show off their own cars. If you'd like to enter, contact Marge at 702-290-5290. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Loretta Rose Bowman. Lori was born in Plattsburgh, New York. She served three years in the U.S. Air Force, where she met the love of her life and soulmate Clarence. She always supported Clarence while he continued to serve 22 years in the army, traveling the U.S. and overseas with five children while she sustained her career in the U.S. government civil service in finance and accounting for more than 30 years. Lori loved the outdoors, camping and fishing while her children were young. She was an avid crocheter and enjoyed doing crafts with her daughter. She loved watching her children and grandchildren participate in sports and competitions and was always their number one fan. Even at 85, she would still cheer her loudest. She was a devoted wife, mother, and grandmother who will be tremendously missed. She is survived by her best friend and husband Clarence, her sons and daughters, and her six grandchildren. Thank you for taking a moment with us today to remember and celebrate Lori's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review Podcast today. Join us again on Tuesday. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. For more information on any of the stories you heard about today, visit us at myheraldreview.com. Right now, you can become a member starting at just $1.99 per week. Want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com.